Welcome to the Injection Connection, in-depth discussions with thought leaders and professionals in the polyurethane infrastructure repair industry, hosted by Jim Spiegel, Vice President of Alchemy Speed Tech and board member at the International Concrete Repair Institute. So on this episode of the Injection Connection with myself, Jim Spiegel, uh, we have Ann Thaxon, uh, who has uh, been involved in the <clears throat> in the concrete industry and, the, and specifically with, uh, with chemical grouts um, for quite some time. So, Anna, I'd like to uh, open up to you and have you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your, uh, your company. Okay, great. Thanks for having me on, Jim. Yep. Uh, so I've been a marketing consultant, uh, a generalist for the past 11 or 12 years, um, serving several different industries. Uh, and I came across the concrete leveling and lifting industry in 2016. Um, I attended uh, an in-depth three-day marketing training at one of the top dealer networks in the country. And it was pretty much at that point that I realized that this is a really exciting industry right now. Um, so at the beginning of this year, I started a company called Concrete Titans. Um, and I'm just dedicated to the concrete repair and foundation industries. So I partner with concrete leveling businesses nationwide um, that serve commercial, industrial, and residential markets and helping them to scale their businesses. Okay, great. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually, <clears throat> reason why I was clicking back and forth there, I'm, I'm actually looking at your, your website. Um, yep. Yeah, so a lot of your, <clears throat> a lot of your expertise is in, uh, I mean, obviously the marketing side of things, but um, yeah, there, there's a big, there's a big push, you know, we see in the, uh, we see it through our customers, of course, you know, we, we sell to these type of customers. Um, you know, there's a big push, obviously, in social media, and the, you know, SEO, and, and all of those things. Um, do you offer support in all of the, that entire realm of, uh, of marketing? I do. I, I pretty much uh, am a mixed bag, but you know, for, for home repair industries, really the most effective channel of marketing is lead advertising. So I, I'm a big proponent of lead advertising because you get a concrete return on your investment. You get, a potential client's name, phone number, email address, and why they're contacting you. Maybe their pool deck needs to be raised or they have a parking lot that needs to be leveled. Um, so I'm a bit, that's what I really push the most with, with this industry is lead advertising. Not only that, but I also uh, really promote the lead nurturing process. So once you get your lead from lead advertising, you start a series of automated emails that go to those people, um, maybe two to three weeks, and it educates them on the industry. One of the big things, one of the big challenges of residential concrete lifting is a lot of people don't know that it's a thing. Right. They don't realize that you can repair your concrete rather than replacing it at a fraction of the cost. Absolutely. So I think that is, is a big part of 
why you need that sort of lead nurturing. So people can start kind of getting their brain around, okay, well, how does this work? How do you, how do you raise this concrete? And how long does it take? Um, that sort of thing. So, so yes, I do, I do search engine um, optimization, SEO. I do websites. I do um, email nurturing campaigns for leads, lead advertising, gosh, um, some sales training, um, really more, I, I look at it as, you know, if you, take a, if you take a business that has maybe two rigs and they have two crew that are going out, um, you start them with the basic lead advertising, um, email nurturing, and hopefully you can get somebody on staff that is a customer service person that does nothing but call these leads the second they come in and kind of helps you build the business from there. So, so a lot of the nurturing I do for the leads is not just emails, it's occasional texts. It's consistent phone calling until we know if these people are going to convert or if they're not interested. That's what you trying to find out from these leads. So lead advertising all the way. And are, are you heavily involved with the social media side of things? You know, I, I believe that you should post on your social media business pages. Um, yep. People do um, go there occasionally, but the algorithm with that is, is not what it used to be five years ago even because Facebook is now a public company. Right. They believe they want to make money. So they are not going to show you, show your posts to the people that like your Facebook page unless you put some money behind it really. So I do lead advertising on Facebook, which is a great platform for educating people on concrete lifting and that it's a real home repair service. So got it. So. That's, yeah. So I do, I believe in posting maybe a couple times a week, but then I also, I, I really believe in lead advertising on social media and then LinkedIn, if it's a commercial, you know, if you want to build your commercial business. So when you're saying lead advertising and excuse my, my ignorance on it, but essentially the, like the, the lead capture side of it, is that, is that it? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so, so usually you need to um, offer something like maybe a $50 off coupon, hundred dollar off coupon. Mm -hmm. Um, and they click through in order to get that coupon, they have to give you their name and information. Right. And then you send them the coupon pretty much immediately and call shortly after that. So that's how that works. Yes. Do you have any experience with it? Last year we talked to a few companies that um, kind of do a, like page tracking, you know, so if companies come to your website and they, you know, they, they bounce around your site, you know, there's some solutions where you can get that, that data you know, to see, okay, this company was on, they were on for, you know, 34 seconds, looked at two pages and bounced. You, you get involved with anything like that? Yes, I actually do have um, a company that I do that with uh, and they track that and then you can reach out to those people. So it's a little bit like retargeting advertising where you, uh, if people visit your website and then click away, uh, that ad, your ad can be served to that person wherever they go next. So it's very much similar to that, but yes, I do offer that service. Okay. So a, a big part of our business, obviously, you know, you, you know, our company pretty well. Um, yes. You know, we, we obviously try to sell the, 
you know, provide solutions and, and support for uh, the, the lifting material side of things and the equipment. So we have a lot of people, as you know, in the industry, it's, it's very expensive to get into this uh, yeah. just for, on the equipment side of, side of things. Um, you know, not as expensive maybe as, as other business <laughs> efforts, but you know, right. you're looking at 50, 60, 70, even more, you know, a hundred thousand perhaps, you know, depending on your, your rig setup. Um, so one of the questions we get all the time is, okay, I'm going to invest in, in this company, uh, or I'm sorry, in this equipment. Um, wh what are you going to do for me? And how do I, how do I get leads? You know, that's probably the question number one. And we actually see the, the, the customers that buy the equipment, the biggest problem we see it, it, as far as their success is lack of the marketing or the advertising strategy. You know, so say I'm, you know, I'm Joe, Joe, the builder, and I want to get into this. And, um, you know, my first question is how do I, how do I start? Where, where do I even start with marketing and advertiser and lead capture? You know, could you talk us through what solutions you may offer on that? And any information on monthly budgets? Yeah. So, so we have found uh, throughout the industry that for cost per lead, uh, your cheapest, cheapest cost per lead is digital advertising. Your most expensive cost per lead is TV and everything else falls in between those. So your average cost per lead with Digital advertising runs between forty and fifty dollars per lead. Um, TV runs around two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars per lead. Um, direct mail runs about hundred and fifty dollars per lead. Ideally, if you were a more mature company, you would do all of those because studies show that it takes anywhere between twelve and eighteen touch points for somebody to convert to become a customer. So. If you're just starting out in the business, your cheapest cost per lead is digital advertising. Um, but I wouldn't just stop there. If you, if you have time on your hands and if you are able to print up some door hangers and hang them up around neighborhoods where you know they have some problems with their concrete. Uh, if, you, if you level concrete in one neighborhood, you hang door hangers on both sides of that house and across the street for sure. Uh, and you ask, you ask your customer if they would please refer, refer people to you because referrals are really sort of the gold standard here. Referral, referrals are free cost per lead. So once you get really mature as a company, you get so many referrals in um, that that's just gravy on top. But to start out, I would think that you would do a lot of that pounding, pounding the pavement type of work to get your name out and then do some lead advertising. And I have different levels of service. So from the start, from the starting service, um, you know, up to four plus rig companies. Uh, and for a budget right starting out, you know, you can do less than a thousand a month to get started. It doesn't bring you a whole lot of leads, but it'll get you going. Yeah, I actually made a note of the, the 12 to 18 touch points. You know, I, I remember hearing, you hear a lot of those sort of metrics thrown around. Is that increasing? Like in, in today's world where there's just so much, you know, coming at you from, you know, from your, your cell phone, your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever it is, 
you know, the emails, the amount of emails that we have right now is just ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the, do you think that, that that number of touch points is increasing? You know, I think if you're just using digital, yeah, I do. Uh, I know a, a company that runs leads for roofers up in Canada, and they, they usually call between 15 and 20 times before they even get somebody on the phone. But wow. I feel like your touch points go down if you use different marketing channels. So if you call somebody on the phone, well, let me back up there. Say you get a lead in and you get that person um, as a lead. You call them, you email them, you text them perhaps, you call them again. If you have their address, if you get their address uh, through a phone call, you follow up with a postcard, that sort of thing. So if you can vary your marketing channel, when you reach it, when you finally get a lead, the number of touch points goes down. Makes sense. So yeah. you definitely believe in that multi-prong approach where you're kind of hitting them from a bunch of different angles. I do. I really do. But you really have to be smart about how you layer it on as you, when you grow as a company, you sort of add a layer, you know, okay, I'll add some direct mail. Okay. I'll add some radio, that sort of thing. Yeah. And we actually see a, a challenge with that as well. Um, you know, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to say no to some things in this in yeah. today's world. You know, mm -hmm. everything just seems to be so, such a good idea. And the, you know, the new thing is this, the new thing is that, um, you know, do you also offer support and what to, what to say no to? I do. Um, you know, I really go back to the data I, in, in this, in this world, data is everything, right? So I really think that if you're able to convert your leads and you, you have, you know, trained sales staff that are really effective at converting your leads to start the ones that you're getting through digital advertising, then you start looking at other, at other marketing channels. And there are a lot of really shiny pennies out there and a lot of great sales guys. Yeah. But I, I think that if you always keep in mind, how am I going to find out if this is work? Is, if this is going to work, how am I going to know that this ad is making people call us? The only way you can ask that is if, if you ask them when they call in, but you're not always going to get the right answer. So I really believe that if you're going to spend the money on advertising, you really need to have some sort of metric or data that comes back to you and tells you exactly what you're getting. Yeah, absolutely. So what, <clears throat> what type of, solutions you offer for that as far as the the tracking um you know or i guess what 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 mediums can you use that you track it very well like uh, do you track like your your open rates of emails or are you tracking clicks yes. like okay yes yeah so for example uh when i run lead advertising on facebook i track the cost cost per lead the number of clicks the number of impressions and it, and it breaks down to tell me exactly, exactly from day to day how much you're paying. And right now, as a matter of fact, here we are in this coronavirus phase. Yep. The cost per lead right now is cheap. I'm getting leads for $11 a lead because everybody's pulled their advertising. I'm running, I'm running advertising in one of the top 10 markets right now. And we're getting all the leads and we're still going out and doing assessments 
and getting things scheduled, not to do the work immediately, but maybe two or three months down the road. Right. But the point is you're getting a lot of, a lot of good leads for your money right now. Yeah. So that's probably a, an appropriate segue. Um, you know, not sure when people will hear this episode, but you know, it is appropriate to point out, you know, we're April 16th. We're right in the middle of this crazy coronavirus time, this lockdown period. Um, you know, do you, do you see homeowners being resistant to have people, you know, come out and give them a, give them a quote, you know, or even come to their house and, and what's the best way for a, you know, a, a foundation business that, you know, foundations are considered essential, you know, essential construction for the safety of the homeowner. Um, you know, how, how, what do you see as far as trends for the homeowners being receptive to even talking to people and having them come out right now? You know, it's different in every market I'm finding. Um, you know, I talk to, I talk to these business owners every day and, and, um, there's a guy up in Washington state that is doing just fine. Uh, he doesn't seem to have any problems. He's had a little bit of slowdown, a little bit of people, some people postponing their appointments, but not a lot. Um, you know, he's being real transparent and he's also sending emails talking about how they are operating in this, in this new age of no contact assessments. Um, people are welcome to, you know, have, have people come out to their home to do the assessment, but the people can stay in their home if they choose and communicate by phone while, while the business is outside doing the assessment. Um, you know, all of billing after the work is complete can be done through a link um, in, e in an email right after the business is completed. So there's no direct face-to-face. -face. And the most important thing about this is this, these businesses should be communicating this and being transparent, posting on social media. We are an essential industry and we are very serious about making sure our employees stay safe and that our customers stay safe. And here's what we're doing, ABC, to make sure that everybody stays healthy. Um, posting that on social media, sending that out on email. And then also, you know, the people that they've done assessments for, checking back in with them, maybe shooting them an email or picking up the phone and, and making sure they're still confirmed for doing the work or if they don't want to do that, calling them to see if they want to go ahead and book the work for June, July, whenever we get out of this. Just making sure that, that the businesses are staying in contact with these potential customers. Uh, I think it's really important right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'd agree with you that it seems like different, different pockets, you know, different regions are just behaving in different ways. You know, we have, yeah, regional yeah. We, have we have regional managers throughout the U S and so, you know, I get a really good snapshot on a daily basis of what's happening. And, you know, for instance, um, Andy, who you may well, well know in the Southeast, I mean, he's still going to sites and offering field support and almost un, uninterrupted. Um, same thing with, uh, our regional manager of the Chicago area, you know, he's still doing a lot of work, but then obviously there's other places I'm in California. It seems to be a little bit more sensitive, um, you know, mm -hmm. to being out and about, but we do have a good customer here, um, you know, who has a great slab lifting business and, and they're, they're staying busy. 
you know, they're, they're still able to get out there and, and do the work, but then, you know, New York, obviously the Northeast, that's kind of really pinned. Yeah. In. But, um, yeah, but yeah, it's just such a, such a crazy, crazy time. <laughs> right really, now. But I'll say that there's, um, there's a guy in, in uh, Missouri that I work with and he, he does a lot of infrastructure and DOT work and they're slammed right now because nobody's driving on the road so they can make repairs. <laughs> so his residential has, has backed off a little bit, but he's really busy right now with industrial. Yeah. Yes. And, and to that point, do you offer, you know, a lot of what we've talked about was on the residential side. Uh, do you offer lead support to some of the industrial opportunities? You know, I do. Uh, you know, that's really, that's a really hard market to reach. That really is a little bit more about building the relationship and, and direct, direct contact. I don't, I really don't feel like a lot of those people are on, um, you know, LinkedIn or, you know, maybe Google might reach those people if you run Google ads. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for industrial and DOT people, that's a, that's a direct relationship that has to be built. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your solutions are pretty tailored to the homeowner. Yes, I think so. Um, and also commercial. I do, I do do some work on uh, LinkedIn. Okay. But at the same time, you know, when you're reaching people through the residential um, side, you're also reaching business owners and decision makers there. Yeah. Now would your, would your company offer any, <clears throat> any follow-up service? Like, would you, you be willing to help with that like the not only set somebody up with lead capture but also qualification um you know we never have offered that before it's something that i'm open to i do have a couple of virtual assistants that that have done that before and have been trained in that um but really my focus is more on the lead advertising and the website and the seo and that sort of thing and making sure the the nurturing the lead nurturing and doing everything that i can do on my side to help the salespeople convert right right and, and where do you see the the future of uh of the residential you know obviously you're very close to the the residential foundation repair um, yeah you know do you, do you see any any trends or any reason to think that it's slowing down or speeding up i don't i really think this is such a dynamic market um you know, there's been a lot of growth in concrete lifting recently. Yeah. And, you know, there are just as many businesses out there that are foundation and concrete lifting as there are just concrete lifting. Yeah. So, I think, you know, foundation repair continues to be more relationship building with real estate agents and, you know, inspectors if you can. But... Yeah with maybe a little bit of backup on Facebook ads because that's where a lot of realtors are on Facebook. Um, but yeah, no, with concrete lifting, it's just, it's such an exciting time. It's, it's so new and, and so dynamic and there's so many different players in the market and it's just, it's a lot of fun to watch it sort of unfold. It's, it's really garnered my interest. Yeah, certainly. And I, you know, we, we have, different levels, I would say, of customers that are involved in marketing. Um, and of course, I mean, it goes without saying, the more serious you are about it and the better you are at it, obviously, the better the results. Um, 
but uh, you know, some companies seem to have mixed results with, you know, creating video content and, you know, getting content out there. I mean, obviously we're doing a podcast, right? So we're trying a bunch of different things as well ourselves. Um, you know, do you, do you feel that there's a pretty linear relationship to what you, what you put in is what you get out as far as dollar, you know, dollars spent in, sorry, advertising and marketing? You know, or is there kind of a point where it's like, eh, you know, you're probably spending a little too much time doing this stuff than just getting out there and door knocking, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big proponent of door knocking and just picking up the phone too. But, uh, you know, I think it's, it, it's really, you can really spend a lot of money on our advertising and marketing and, and not get a lot of return for your, for your dollar. You really just have to pick and choose and assess often and see what works the best for you. But, you know, it's hard. You can run ads, print ads all day long in the newspaper or print ads in home, home improvement magazines and not see anything for it. And those ads are really expensive. So, you know, I'm, I'm really, I just don't think that's the future. I feel like, you know, in 2019, 70% of the US population is on Google and Facebook. So I really feel like if you're not on Google and Facebook, that's really where you should start uh, with your advertising and then go from there. So I feel like, especially right now in the situation that we're in, so many more people are on social media than normally. Right. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunity here when people are sort of tightening their purse strings, they could really be getting a lot of bang for their buck on this. So yeah, I just, you really, it's so easy to spend a lot of money and just throw money at it and not really understand what you're gonna get in return. It, it really pays a lot to have somebody who's a seasoned marketer that knows what they're doing to be able to help you budget because it can easily turn into tens and twenties of thousands of dollars for what you're doing. I love podcasts. I will say, I think podcasts are the future. Um, so I, you know, I, I see a lot of value there. Video videos are really the thing of the future too. Facebook is really, um, the, you get a lot more uh, bang for your buck when you run lead ads with video. So finding a local videographer, just if you go on, um, Upworthy or one of these freelancing websites and mm -hmm. finding a videographer that has great reviews and have him become your guy to come out and shoot video when you have a project. And that's pretty reasonable. Uh, and if you can get the graphics put on, then, then you're good to go and you can repurpose that content uh, on so many different places. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's the video piece. I, I agree, you know, collecting as much content as you can and the ways you can carve it up and, and use it in different, different ways is, is just a really great. And you have, and then you have that content, you know, yes. Um, yes. you know, it never goes away. And, um, you know, we're, we're actually making a big push to that right now with, um, getting a lot more site site footage, you know, so if we're out there giving, yes. You know, if we're out there doing the work, you may as well be taking some video and getting some content. And, and you yes. know, with the lifting stuff, like the time lapse um, yes. footage is just fantastic. You know, so it is. It is. And it shows 
how the process is done. It's very simple. It seems like a lot of people with their video content, they really try to make it be grand and big and fabulous. Right. But really, what works the best is showing how it's done. Step one, drill the hole. Step two, you know, however it's done. Yep, absolutely. And it's just simple for people to understand and grasp. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're hitting this 30 minute mark and we try to um, wrap things up. So we're going to wrap it up. But one of the messages I, I do hear you saying that kind of stood out and I actually note, notated is, you know, in this tough time when people start to kind of watch their spending and cut their spend, that perhaps, you know, these marketing dollars are more, more efficient today now than ever, right? Yes, really, they are. They are. You can, you can get a lot of bank, a lot of return for your money right now. And you can, you can market to these leads for months and months to come. You can use your email list to, to market to people on any social media platform and you can retarget ads to those people too. So your email list is golden. Absolutely. And if they want more information from you personally, being an expert in this, it's uh, concretetitans.com. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Concretetitans.com or shoot me an email at ann at concretetitans.com. Perfect. Well, thanks a lot, Ann. Really appreciate your time and your information and um, stay safe and well. Thanks. You too, Jim. Have a good day. Okay. Thanks. Uh-huh.